The thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Ose Yao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry in Kumase, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and impact their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory success and limitless prosperity god bless you as you listen spirit omnipotent power of grace and mercy we welcome you tonight in the name of jesus your word declares that they go from strength to strength every one of them in zion appeared before you thank you for renewing our strength tonight Thank you for restoring our souls tonight. Thank you for refreshing our spirit tonight. In the name of Jesus. As we get into your word, we pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Let no one retain the same. Let the sick be healed at the entrance of your word. In the name of Jesus. Draw us closer and closer unto yourself. Even as we come to fellowship in the blood. In Jesus' matchless name. Shout louder. Amen. Amen. Shout a believing amen. amen. Please be seated in God's presence. Lovers of God. Lovers of God. Shout like you believe all things are truly working together for your good. Lovers of God. And lovers of God. Praise God. When Money becomes your God. Exodus chapter 20 verse 23. When money becomes your God. Exodus 20, 23. You shall not make with me goals of silver. Neither shall you make unto you goals of gold. Exodus 20, 32 verse 30 to 31. Now it came to pass on the next day. That Moses said to the people, you have committed a great sin, so now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I'll make an atonement for your sin. Then Moses returned to the Lord and said, oh, these people have committed a great sin and have made for them, themselves, goals, a God of gold. Now let's look at Daniel 5, verse 4. Daniel 5, 4. They drank wine and praised the gods of what? The gods of what? Say louder. The gods of what? And of what? Silver. And of brass. And of iron. And of wood. And of stone. Matthew 6, 24. He says, no one can serve two masters. For you will hate one and love the other. Or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. The foundation we have laid earlier in this teaching is the fact that our relationship with God, our relationship with money matters to God. Somebody say, my relationship with money matters to God. Say it louder, my relationship with money 
matters to God. And we said your relationship with money matters to God for three main reasons. Because nothing reveals your loyalty and your values, your devotion and commitment like money. Number two, we said it's because money is a principal contestant for the place of God in our lives. And then we said that money, when it becomes your God or you enter into a wrong relationship with money, it can bring you adverse effects or it can bring grave consequences on your life. So you need to be careful. The Bible said the love of money is the root of all evil. Relating with money is good. Money is important. Money does a lot of things. But when money becomes your master, it will mess you up. You shall not be messed up. Amen. I said money shall not mess you up. Amen. One wrong way to relate to money is to make it your God. That's one wrong way. Praise God. There are many wrong ways people relate to money. But one way God hates from the readings we have just had is when money becomes your God. When it becomes the most important thing in your life. When money becomes your God, you end up like Lord's wife ended up. When money becomes your God, your end will be like Achan. When money becomes your God, Gehazi will be your anchor. When money becomes your God, you and Judas may come from the same family. Praise God. When money becomes your God, you'll be buried at the same place. Ananias and his wife were buried. You shall not be buried likewise. So we establish that it's dangerous to make money your God. Don't you let me say it's dangerous. But the unfortunate thing is that there are many people who don't know when money has already become their God. Something that can, it's like having HIV and not knowing you have HIV. Praise God. When you get to know it, your lifestyle changes can lengthen your days or help you live longer and better, though eventually you will die. Praise God. But at least you can be sure that heeding to your medication, your antiretroviral or whatever, you can secure your life for a while. Just to live as if you are fine. Praise God. When you know it, you can make changes. But what of when you don't know it? There are many who are in church and they think that God is their God, but actually money is their God. Money dictates everything about their lives. You shall not be ruled by money. Because the ignorance of the lordship of money over your life can destroy you without knowing. That's why I've taken some time up to do this series. And I pray that as I bring it to a close today, it will help somebody reposition your affection aright. We've given a few definitions about how to know when money has become your Lord. But tonight, we want to go on and look at two more. When does money become your God? Number one, money becomes your God. When the pursuit of financial independence, liberty, and security becomes far more important to you than a rich relationship with God. Praise God. Somebody say the pursuit. Now, this definition is very important to me. It's loaded. The pursuit of money. The pursuit of financial independence. How many of us want to be financially independent? Oh. Is it because you don't know what you are suspecting me? <laughs> when the pursuit of financial independence 
liberty and security. So what we are talking about is when the pursuit of financial independence, financial liberty, financial security becomes far more important to you than a rich relationship with God. Praise God. Praise God. And we take our text from Luke chapter 12, verse 15 to 21. Then he said, beware, God against every form of greed. May God deliver us from greed. Life is not measured by how much you do or Oh, Then he told them a story. A rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops. May your farm produce fine crops. He said to them, what should I do? I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I know I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I will have bigger room enough to store all my wheat and other goods. And I will sit back and say to my soul, my, myself, my friend, you have enough stored away for years. Take note. You have enough stored away for what? Years to come. Now take it easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. Verse 20. But God said to him, you fool, you will die this very night. Then who will get everything you worked for? Verse 21. Let's read it together. One go. Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but have not a rich relationship with God. Ask your neighbor. How is your relationship with God? Rich or poor? What is the answer? Let them keep the answer so that somebody will not lie to you. Praise God. The rich fool pursued financial independence. He pursued financial liberty. He pursued financial security at the detriment of a rich relationship with God. Money was his goal. Money ruled his life. He had a fat earthly bank account, but a zero heavenly account. Loaded every way, but bankrupt in heavenly resources. The Bible said, blessed are the poor in spirit. If you can be poor in spirit, you can be also be rich in spirit. The man was rich in goods, like the Laodicean church. Rich in goods, but poor in spiritual heritage. You shall not be poor in spiritual heritage. It's extremely dangerous to spend all or most of your energy and time in endless pursuit of wealth and riches to the detriment of your spiritual life. Don't you even say it's dangerous? When all your energies, all your time, the best part of your life is spent looking for money at the expense of a rich relationship with God. It's, it's detrimental and it's dangerous. Praise God. When we talk about financial independence, what are we talking about? He says, financial independence is when you are financially self-sufficient. And by the way, understand that God wants you to be financially independent. God doesn't want you to be in need in any way. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, and God is able to make all grace, look at that scripture, abound to you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound unto every good work. May you are bound unto every good way. So, it is the will of God that you have financial sufficiency. 
or you achieve financial independence, but not at the expense of your soul or your spiritual life. Praise God. Again, financial liberty is God's will for your life. That is when you have more than enough to do whatsoever you want to do. May you have more than enough. Amen. Shout a believing amen. amen. May you have more than enough. Amen. Some of you are like in Aga. All you want is sufficient for yourself. That you don't want much. You don't want little. You just want enough for you and your family. That's a selfish way to live. The Bible said God called us to bless us. That will be a blessing. May you receive material blessings to be a blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus. May you be a blessing materially. Some people are just blessings in spiritual things. Ecclesiastes 6.2. He said, God has given to some men very great wealth and honor so that they can have everything they want. May you be one of those people. Amen. It's great when you have everything you want. I like it when 1 Timothy 6 verse 17. He said, charge those who are rich in the world that they be not high-minded or trust in certain riches. But in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. May God give you all things to enjoy. All things to enjoy. Financial security is when you have accumulated and store up enough money to help you weather any possible future financial storm that may come your way. That's financial security. Praise God. May you be financially secure. There are some people, if they tell them, go home tomorrow, they may commit suicide. They don't have anything to look up to. It's a very dangerous way to live. And next month or next two months, I'll be teaching about it. Praise God. When all you leave, Four is what enters your mouth and comes through your back. It's a very bankrupt way to live your life. And there are many who are living like that. They call it hand to mouth. May God move you from insufficiency to, uh, to abundance. There are some people, if something happens to them right now, They are, they are actually perpetually living in a cycle of financial miracle. Every day, a miracle must happen before they leave. That's a wilderness life. Praise God. That's a wilderness what? Life. Those who live in the wilderness live perpetually at the mercy of manna. So if manna doesn't rain, they are gone. When you enter Cana, you eat and you have more than enough. I pray that God will shift you into Cana. Financial security. This man said, I will sit back and say to my soul, my friend, you have enough stored for you for many years to come. May you have enough stored for many years. You won't go to pension and after two years you are dying. Why? Because hunger is killing you. That shall not be your testimony. Give me a believing amen. I'm declaring a prophetic word over your life. You will not be in need in your old age. One of the things I like in scripture all the time is when I see somebody who is very old and very rich. That's our heritage. The Bible said Abraham was old. We're stricken in age and the Lord had blessed him in all things. 
And David died in a good old age, full of days, riches, and honor. When you are very old, may your money be more than enough. May you have more money. In your old age. Than you have ever had in the entire life. Now some people, the older they get, the richer they become. Other people too. The older they get, the poorer they become. That shall not be your testimony. In your old age, you have a lot of money. See, there are some people, they are, they are, they are just saying, I, I want to help my children so that in old age they will help me. That's never been my dream. Praise God. I have never thought of taking help or depending on my children for help. Praise God. My investment should be able to last me my lifetime. I pray that God will bring you into that realm. When your children are getting married, have a house built in their name. Have a car ready to be delivered to them. That's a prosperous way to live. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 13 verse 22, he said, a good man, a good woman leaves an inheritance, maybe seated, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. That's, that's your great grandchildren, your grandchildren, not your children. So if by the time you die, your children are already impoverished. You didn't live a life. You will live a very good life. Amen. Shout a believing amen. amen. But to live that kind of life, you need to check your attitude towards money. Because when your attitude towards money is wrong, you will end up poor. Praise God. You, you, you will be bankrupt in your old age. That shall not be your testimony. Number two. When does money become your God? Money becomes your God. When you compromise or sacrifice godliness and righteousness for financial gain. When you compromise the principles of righteousness, integrity, probity, and accountability for financial gain. <laughs> Praise God. There you know, money is already your Lord. There are some people, they are very, very honest until money comes on the scene. The moment money comes, they become chameleon. They change. Immediately, their blood pressure begins to run very high. When it comes to money matters, hey, they can kill somebody. That shall not be your testimony. I said that shall not be your testimony. The Bible said, as the patriarch seated on eggs and hatched them not, so he who getteth riches and not by right, shall leave them in the midst of his days. So, you can get riches by wrong means. He says, he that get riches and not by right. There are just and unjust ways of making money. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 11, contemporary English version says, money wrongly gotten will disappear bit by bit. By money and little by little will grow and grow. Your money is growing. I said your money will grow and grow. The New American Standard Bible, it says, Wealth obtained by fraud dwindles, but he who gathers by labor shall increase. You will increase. Amen. I see you increasing Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. So what happens when money becomes your goal? What happens? We've looked at two, thing, two ways to tell money has become your goal. If you can tell the truth about any situation except money, you have a money problem. Praise God. Yeah. Have a money problem. You cannot 
When it comes to money matters, you are not straight. You cannot be trusted. They can't give you 100 Ghana and come back for it and it's still 100 Ghana. They can't leave you in a shop and there is money and they will come and meet it intact. Even when you are borrowed, to bring it back becomes a fight. You have a serious integrity problem. Praise God. When you compromise easily, there are some people they can easily lie when it has to do with money. There are people who prostitute their bodies for money. That's getting right, right, uh, wealth through unrighteous ways. People sell their soul for money. So they go and consult oracles and they trade their soul for money. Others use human beings as sacrifices for money. Some people use their own children for money. The Bible said, wealth gotten by vanity shall diminish. You can't have that kind of wealth and enjoy it. What happens when money becomes your God? Number one, when money becomes your God, you become proud and arrogant. When money is talking, you can see it. Proud and arrogant. The Bible said in 1 Timothy chapter 6, he said, charge them that are rich in the world, that they be not, them not to be arrogant and proud. They shouldn't be what? Proud and arrogant. But when money is your Lord, you speak as if your money can do all things. Now people can tell you, I can buy you. I can buy you and your whole family. Yeah. yeah. You can buy. You can buy. Let your kidney be in trouble. And let's see whether you can buy one. Praise God. Arrogance. When money becomes your Lord, arrogance becomes a natural. You talk as if you came from another planet. But the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, it says, For who make thee to differ from another? Who make thee? 1 Corinthians, who make thee to differ from another? And what is it that you have that you did not receive? By the time you are talking as if you own the whole world, as if human beings are like doormats. There are people, you go to them for help and they may not give you, but the way they will talk to you. When you leave their presence, you will know. You have to enter your mother's stomach to be born again. The Bible says, what is it that you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive, why should you boast as if it came from you? Everything you have, you have it because God allowed you to receive it. We are stewards of everything and possessors of nothing. The Bible said the earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. That's why any time the Bible said a man to whom God had given. So even the one who feels he has worked hard for his money. God allowed you to get it. Because there are others who work harder than you and don't get it. Praise God. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 5. He said not that we are sufficient of ourselves. To think anything as of ourselves. But our sufficiency is of God. You must always be mindful of the fact that your sufficiency is of God. You are incomplete without God. Somebody say, I'm incomplete without God. You may have the money. But if God takes away the breath. Like he took, look at the rich fool. He had the money laid out for many years. But he could not decide his breath. 
That's why you cannot be arrogant. The man was speaking. He said, a goose laid out for me for many years. I'm going to rest and chill because I control tomorrow. The Bible said, boast not thyself of tomorrow. For thou knowest not what the day may bring forth. You don't have the capacity to determine the events that will happen in just 24 hours. Called one day. You can't. Even one hour. The next one hour, you and I cannot tell what will happen within the one hour. How do you talk as if you, you, are, you are there, you are an immortal being? Just because of money. So when money becomes your goal, proud, pride and arrogance becomes a natural part of your life. Number two. When money becomes your God, you commit grave spiritual mistakes. Grave spiritual mistakes. Grave. There are mistakes. When you make them, you can correct them. But there are some mistakes. When you make them, you, you may have to die with them. And spiritual mistakes are irrevocable mistakes. Praise God. When Gehazi made a spiritual mistake... To go for money, his boss rejected. That was his end. His own lineage were baptized with leprosy. Why? Because he opted for something his father had rejected. Praise God. When Judas made a spiritual mistake to sell Jesus, he, he collected the money, could not spend it, but died before the man whom he betrayed to die. The Bible said, those who pursue money, what happens to them? For the love of money is the root of all evil. Which was some coveted after they have erred. Somebody say erred. Erred. They have erred from the faith. They make, they commit grave mistakes. There are people when money enters their hand, you can't correct them all. Ah, they are very humble now. Papa, Papa, whatever you say, they obey. Let money enter their hand. <laughs> you, who are you to correct them? Who are you to call them to order? Who are you to speak to them? Praise God. They, 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 they easily become offended. Preach and say something once to offend them, they are gone. That's arrogance. Spiritual mistakes. A lot of people are victims of spiritual mistakes. Sometimes they call it ancestral case. It's not an ancestral case. When you commit spiritual mistakes, the only way out is to return to source and ask for mercy and grace. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Yeah. You come by it a hand that has laid hand upon you, prayed for you, anointed you, prayed for you, and then you expect that all will go well. Act in the funny and insult and act proudly and think that things will go well. Even if the man of God does not curse you, it will not be well with you. And there are many people who are living with plagues like that. Plagues like that. They talk about things they ought not to talk about. When money enters their hands, they speak arrogantly. Spiritual mistakes. Fools go to church. That's a very serious spiritual mistake. People who don't have anything to do, they waste their time in church. Thank God Satan has given you enough to do. And you will die doing them. Praise God. Grave spiritual mistakes. Grave spiritual mistakes. Of course, when you make those mistakes, the third thing that will happen is that you die prematurely. Number three. Can you number them? Number three, when money becomes your God, you die prematurely. You will live very long. I said you will live very long. You will not die before your time. You will see your great-grandchildren. In the mighty name of Jesus, shout a better amen. Shout a better amen. 
He said, I have many years laid for me. I'm going to chill. God said, this night you are gone. Luke 12, 20. He said, this night you are gone. But God said to him, you fool, you will die this very night. This very, this very, I'm telling you. He could talk big, but he could not decide his fate when death came. Praise God. Sometimes if you meet a very rich and arrogant person dying, and how sober they become. Very sober. When death is close, it's, it's amazing the way death changes people's attitude. It changes people's attitude. This is a person who felt like he was walking on the moon. When they pass a place, no other person can pass it. What they wear, nobody can wear. But when you die, it's one Samale orderly. Carry you like that. Now, people, when you even touch them, they, they, they clean it up. But that orderly, I don't know where, what he uses his hands for. He touches any part of your body, the naked, not your clothes, to now wipe it. Am I communicating here? Let humility be your most, uh, uh, your number one identity. The Bible says, for we brought nothing, I like it. It says, godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it's certain we can carry nothing out. Be careful the way you relate to money. When money enters you and you change, <laughs> let me just remain focus. Number two. Number three, you die prematurely, and I see you living very long. Yeah. You saw how Ananias died, you saw how uh, uh, Gehazi went, Judas. Nobody, you cannot. When money becomes your Lord, you die prematurely. You can buy, you can buy all the cars, but very soon you will go. One of those cars you like most is the same one that will kill you. Praise God. The Bible says that he, as a partridge, a partridge seated on eggs, Jeremiah 17, 11, and hatched them not, so he who getteth riches and not by right, he shall leave it in the midst of what? Of his days. Prematurely. In the midst of his days. When the wealth has come, when the money has become so much, like the rich fool, immediately you die sadly. Then they say, gone too soon. He went long ago. No, no. It's, not, it's a shock to you. It's not a shock to him. He went a long time ago. A long time ago. When pride eats you up, eh, you die while you are alive. You die while you are what? Alive. That's how Herod died. While he was talking. I like that. While Herod was talking, the Bible said, immediately worms began to come out of his body. While he was talking. While he was talking. Number four, when money becomes your... God, you never enjoy it. You will never enjoy it. You will never enjoy it. You will enjoy your money. I said you will enjoy your money. Look at what the man was told. He said, but God said to him, you fool, you will die this very night. Then who will get all the things you have worked for? He labored for others to enjoy it. It shall not be said that you labored and others entered your labor. I said, it shall not be said you labored and other people enjoyed. 
it shall not be said that you labored, you built houses and you never lived in them. Amen. When you build, you will live in them. Amen. When you buy cars, you will ride in them. Amen. He said, you will die this night. And all the things you are talking about, let's see who gets to enjoy it. He says, whosoever getteth riches not by right, he shall leave it in the midst of his days. At the end, he shall be a fool. Number five, what happens when money becomes your goal? It makes you a victim of diverse te- temptations and snares. Somebody say diverse temptations. Diverse temptations. When money becomes your there are people who come to church and they can still be led into some uh, court somewhere. They are in church on Sunday, Friday night. They are at some uh, 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 what what do they call this here? Tokbi somewhere. They are, they are consulting one Tokbi or one Malam somewhere. Praise God. If you are here, try it. <laughs> While you are there, the message. <laughs> First Timothy chapter 6. They go so, okay, because you want to be rich. So people will take you to where you get it. Now I've been working. I've not seen top. They will take you. The Bible said, they that will be rich. Fall into temptation and into a snare. And into many foolish and hateful lusts. We drown men in destruction and perdition. People have gone to places where they didn't want to be. I remember there was a gentleman we had to pray for some time back. Followed one of his uh, friends. Came to church for some time and then went to follow one somebody like that. And went with him somewhere. Now when, the, <laughs> when death was coming after him, then he ran to us. But thank God for his mercies. Maybe in your case, when you try, you won't come, you won't get to us. You will die before you reach us. Praise God. If God be God, let him be God. If God is God, let him be your God. You see, you must have certain principles that govern your life. Anything God cannot give you, you don't need it. Anywhere God cannot take you, you don't deserve to go there. If you have to bribe your way or do something to get it, God does not need you to get it. How can God want you in America and they are refusing you a, a visa at the embassy? God wants you in America. When Jesus wanted a, a, a donkey to ride on, as soon as he commanded, he came. My destiny is in America. Be there. <laughs> you, but you'll be here and your destiny has not started in Ghana. There, there are certain mentalities that destroy lives and destinies. Praise God. Bible said the same Lord is rich unto all them that God. I don't believe that anybody needs to be in any particular nation to prosper. I believe you can prosper in any nation. That God will have you be there. If God needs you in America, you will prosper in America. If God needs you in Achiasi, if you go to America, you'll be poor. In fact, you may end up in prison. Am I communicating here? You, you need to understand it. You need to understand it. Diverse temptations. Number six. When money becomes your God, you fall into foolish and hateful lust. Somebody say foolish and hateful lust. Foolish and hateful lust. He said. But they that will be rich fall into the temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hateful lust. We drown men in destruction and perdition. Drown men in destruction and perdition. 
Number eight, seven. When money becomes your goal, it dwindles and disappears with time. It dwindles and what? Disappears with time. When money becomes your goal, we are told, Proverbs 13, 11. The Bible says, wealth from get rich quick schemes quickly disappears. Wealth from hard work grows over time. Your money is growing. Amen. I said your money is growing. Amen. Your money is growing. Amen. Shout a better amen. amen. Proverbs 13, 11. Wealth not end by warning haste or unjustly or from the production of things for vain or detrimental use. Can you imagine that? Wealth that comes from production of uh, vain or detrimental things for detrimental use. Like you say, alcohol. That is where it got him from vain or detrimental use. People should drink and cause commotion and be destroyed. Their livers should be destroyed. And that's where you draw your money from. The Bible says it dwindles away with time. But you will gather and increase by labor. Shout a belief in amen. amen. There are people when they go to China, they bring all kinds of wrong stuff. Yeah. They, they just bring it. Inferior quality. And they know the quality. And they don't even price it after its quality. They hype the price also. <laughs> that kind of money, you can't enjoy it. Oh. You can't enjoy it. Your children can't enjoy it. And it will follow you and your lineage. Praise God. The Bible says in the book of Okay, number eight. Number eight. What happens when money becomes your goal? Number eight. It destroys your life on earth and ends you up in hell. You won't end your journey in hell. I said you will end your journey in hell. Many people think, in fact, one of the things that will take a lot of people to hell is money. What? Money. Money. Money, 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 money. The Bible says, Proverbs 10, 2. It says, treasures of wickedness profit nothing. Treasures of what? Somebody say, treasures of what? Treasures of wickedness. Somebody is married, you have gone to do your pushkeling care, and you are pushing the wife away. You are collecting your, somebody's husband. He buys you a car, buys you an iPhone, and you're enjoying it. <laughs> the Bible said that kind of word profits nothing. Praise God. It profits nothing. But righteousness delivered from what? Death. The Bible says in Proverbs 20, verse 21, the, the living Bible. Quick wealth is not a blessing in the end. Somebody say quick wealth. Quick wealth is not a blessing in the end. Proverbs 20, yeah. Quick wealth is not a blessing in the end. Verse 9. 1 Timothy 6, 9. But they that will be rich, look at how he puts it. They fall into temptation and into a snare and into many foolish and hateful lusts we drown men in destruction and what? Perdition. So when money becomes your God, your end will be what? Destruction and perdition. You will not destroy your life. I said you will not destroy your life. You will not destroy your life. You know that this case is a wrong case. And when you go to court, the person is a loser. But because he has given you money, 
that or a goat. Then you sit in. And the person who rightly deserves judgment, you condemn such a person. And then you give justice to the wrong person. The Bible says, Woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees. Now, how do I dethrone money and enthrone God in my life? How can you deliver yourself from money becoming your God? How to dethrone money and enthrone God in your life? How do you dethrone money and enthrone God in your life? Number one, embrace and treasure wisdom above money. Somebody say wisdom above money. Say it, wisdom above money. If you want to dethrone money and enthrone God, let wisdom be your principal pursuit. Wisdom is more important. I like what the scripture says about the man who made money his God. But God said to him, you fool. You what? Yeah, that's what he told him. He said he's a fool. He was a fool because he made money his God. Foolish people make their money God in their lives. The Bible said in Proverbs uh, Psalm 14 verse 1, he said the fool had said in his heart there is no God. That's all. Because when, all along when the man was making money, he made no time to pursue a relationship with God. A relationship with God was not important to him. Coming to church was not a consideration. Paying attention to the word of God was not important at all. All he wanted was money. All he wanted was promotion. All he wanted was how to become valuable on his job at the expense of his eternal soul. Psalm 53 verse 1, the fool had said in his heart, there is no God. Wisdom, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 to 8, wisdom is a principal thing. Somebody says it's a principal thing. Then he said, get wisdom and with all thy getting, get understanding. He said, exalt her and he shall promote thee. He shall bring thee to honor when thou doest what? Embrace her. May wisdom be identified with you. Proverbs 3, verse 13 to 15. He said, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver. And the gain thereof than fine gold. Then he says, She is more precious than rubies. And all, somebody say all. Say all. Shout louder. All. all. The Bible said, All the things you can desire can never be compared to wisdom. All the things. The guy died foolishly because he made money his God. You won't die like that. Amen. I said you won't die like that. Amen. Number two, how do I dethrone money and enthrone God in my life? How do I dethrone money and enthrone God in my life? Choose and prioritize a rich relationship with God Above everything else in your life. Know your priorities in life. Choose. Somebody say choose. Choose. Some have chosen, but it's not a priority. The first step is that now you are born again, you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. But you have not prioritized your relationship with God. It does not come supreme in all your dealings. Other things come supreme. 
Sometimes your job, sometimes your family, sometimes your, your academics, sometimes your friends, sometimes even your phone. Facebook. Praise God. The Bible said, but God said to him, you fool. Look at that. You fool. This night, you, you fool, you will die this very night. Then who will get everything you've worked for? Look at verse 21. He said, yes, a person is a fool. May God not describe us as fools. He said, a person is a fool who store up. A person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but have not a rich relationship with God. It's a foolish way to live. Where all your life is about work, family, uh, children, that's all your life. No time for God. When you wake up in the morning, your job is on your mind. When you wake, you, you are going to bed at night. One other thing is on your mind. God is not in your thoughts at all. God is not in your thoughts. My first definition was that money becomes your God. When you do what? When financial, the pursuit of financial what? Somebody say financial independence. Say financial independence. Can you take me back? When the pursuit of financial independence, liberty and security becomes far more important to you than a rich relationship with God. You see? Because you see, the, the things that will make you rich, the, the same processes and procedures and practices that brings wealth physically, they are also the same that generate spiritual wealth. Yeah, they all work. If you are going to be rich physically, you have to be disciplined. You cannot be spending money by heart and expect to be rich. If you also want to have a deeper relationship, you have to be disciplined. It takes a disciplined person to wake up at, at a certain time of the night or early in the morning to pray. You don't have time to pray in the morning, but you have time not to be late for work. How come you work one out in such a way that you didn't miss the other, but this one you missed it? It's because your work is more important to you than God. That's all. You don't miss your flight when you have to catch a plane for uh, training in Accra. But you can easily forget the time you are supposed to have a fellowship with God. Number one, if you are going to dethrone money, walk in wisdom. Number two, number two what? A rich relationship with God above everything else in your life. May grace be upon us. Amen. Number six, pursue wealth in righteousness, honesty, and integrity. Listen, don't look for money by all means. Praise God. Get riches by righteous means. Some people, I must drive a car by all means. Even if it will mean Sleeping with men who are not married to you. Even if it means dealing in hard drugs. Even if it means doing suck our business. Something is more important than that. The Bible says, like the patriarchs seated on eggs and hatched them not. Jeremiah 17, 11, Amplified. Like the partridge that gathers a brood which they not hatch and sits on earth which has not laid. 
she has not laid, so is he who gets riches. By unjust means and not by right, he will leave them. You will what? May you not leave your riches. All the things, it's amazing. If you will leave them, this one says, he will leave them or they will leave him. Praise God. Either the riches will leave you or you will leave the riches. You leave them. And if you left them and you were going to God, it's different. But if you left them and you were landing in hell, it's a mess. It's what? It's a mess. But once you got it through unrighteous means, you can leave it and land in hell. Not even by mistake. You cannot. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 3 to 4. The integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of transgressors shall destroy them. Verse 4. He says, Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivered from death. Can somebody say, shout an amen? amen. Riches. They don't profit. As great as money is, when you are dying, your car can't save you. The car that you got through forgery, it can't save you. The car that you stole government money. They gave you money to do road. You did road that is killing people. After six months, potholes everywhere. And when people drive on it, accident, and they die. Every blood that drops, you, you will give account of it. Praise God. Every blood. The Bible says, righteousness, riches profit not in the day of wrath. But righteousness delivered from death. He delivers from death. Listen, you can get riches through righteousness. You don't have to be crooked to be rich. Can somebody give me an amen? amen. We are told in the book of Job, as I close, Job 1, verse 1 to 3. There was a man named Job who lived in the land of Uz. He was blameless. A man of what? Complete integrity. He was not forging things in his office. Praise God. Signing checks that he was not supposed to sign. Withdrawing monies he was not supposed to withdraw. That was not his business. He feared God, and the Bible said, and stayed away from evil. Verse 2. He had seven sons and three daughters. Verse 4, 3. He owned 7,000 sheep. 3,000 camels, 500 teams of asin, 500 female donkeys. He employed many servants. He was, in fact, what? The richest man in the entire area. By righteousness, you become one of the richest. I said, by righteousness, you become one of the richest. In the name of Jesus. I don't care how wayward you have gone. I don't care how much you have accumulated. Through wrong means. The moment you repent, God forgives. Praise God. He said, He is faithful and just. He that covereth the sin shall not prosper, but he that confesseth and forsaken. Tonight, maybe you have been into deals at your office or at your place of work, or you have even consulted oracles before, and you are here, and they are afflicting you. When you sleep, you are not able to sleep. Tonight, all you need to do is to ask for the mercy of God. With a sincere heart, ready to say, Pastor, I'm not going back to it again. I give my life to you. Lord, take over my life. Grant me grace to live for you. Once that commitment is sincere, 
God forgives you and he gives you a brand new plate. That's all. In the next minute, close your eyes. I want you to pray. Whichever way you have used, whichever crooked means, pray and ask God, Lord, be merciful unto me. Speak unto God. Lago shagranda bakato se. Brede kesundele behando se. Ragaboko sagabali basabra. Andiboko se kele bahanda bra. I dethrone money from my heart and I enthrone God in my heart. Open your mouth and speak to God. Money will not be your God. Money will not be your Lord. Money. As the blood of Christ comes to you, your conscience is spared, your mind is healed, your spirit is healed. La gronde kosiga bali bahanda sabra. Somebody open your mouth and pray. Yagaboko se gelelebe sabrandi vahatasa. Ya babali bo sanda da bakabo se brandi. has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of other messages as well as books by Pastor Afuakwa, please call 020-422-5790 or 027-422-5790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services, 6.30 to 8 a.m. fair service, 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. second service, and on Tuesdays for our word encounter service, 6 to 8 p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station Santa Seranabout, Kumase, Ghana. God richly bless you.